You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 121 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. 121. That's pretty good. Crazy that we broke 100 to begin with. Yeah, it's true. I Like, imagine when we get to 150. That's going to be wild. You know what that also reminded me of? We're almost up to 150,000 downloads. That's pretty impressive. That's insane. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like, it just, it blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I look at it, I'm like, wow, people actually do listen to us. They do. It's pretty good. Wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. How's it going? It's going. <laughs> <laughs> you look a little frazzled. There's, It's a hectic weekend. We have a yeah, lot going is. on. We're obviously trying to... Front load some episodes since we're going to be going to Maine this week. Yes. Um, we're going to be preparing for some very cold and snowy weather up there. <laughs> this is a little different from our 85 uh, degrees we had yesterday here. Because <laughs> I think the temp in Maine today was like, what? 20, 20 something. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be quite a shift in yes, weather. It is. So we're preparing for that. Packing. We're just like, wait, we need like. Warm stuff. Like you I need have to go, a lot of warm stuff. I know. I'm like, I have to go find my jacket again. It is somewhere in the closet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just trying to get the house ready. We've got a friend of ours staying here to watch cats. Yep. So that's nice. Um, so I got to get the house, you know, immaculately clean. <laughs> not that it's dirty. So it's not a dump. <laughs> clean and ready for someone else to live here for a few days. And yep. Just feels like our lists have lists. And those have sub lists. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not wrong. And my OCD is like, wow, she's gonna have to look in this closet for cat stuff, and it's a mess. <laughs> like now I have to rearrange this entire closet. <laughs> and not that she would care. She's like the most like yeah. easy, per- like easygoing person. So it's not a big deal. But you know, yeah, you're like it's not for you. It's for me. <laughs> it's entirely for me. Entirely. Um, let's see. Anything going on this week other than us just trying to get ready to go to the frigid tundra? I don't think so. I'm officially on vacation, so that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Um, your parents coming over for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, just big times over Exciting here. Exciting stuff. Yeah, you know, I think just trying to get ready. Um, I am still in school, so trying to get school stuff done ahead of time to be ready to go. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm you trying know. to shrink a hoodie. <laughs> I can't try to shrink her hoodie because it's too big. You know, we're just... <laughs> We're doing all sorts of things. Yeah. That's what I get for ripping tags off and throwing them away before trying something. Like, I hate trying things on. Like, yeah, getting yeah, me yeah. to, like, try something on at the store, not going to happen. Maybe at home, usually, like, I know my sizes and everything, uh-huh. so I just typically go with that. Well, this one ran big, and it's like an $80 sweatshirt, so yeah. I'm like, so it was me Googling how to shrink a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently just run it, because we do all our laundry on, like, cold. just tap cold. Yeah, just, yeah. like not hot because fun fact Jeff came over one day and saw this factory somewhere YouTube or oh my god they literally all they do is like test laundry theories mm-hmm. and yeah oh thank you Misha Misha was taking a dump in the background <laughs> so there's that lovely ASMR um and they said like there was no difference between like using hot water for laundry or <laughs> thank you sorry Misha. the sounds of poo are just being <laughs> I was getting up on the couch. Good. Take it lay down. down. <laughs> um, anyway, so like cold water is fine. But so we don't use hot water. Not really. Laundry, unless like someone's sick or, or like yeah. sanitizing. I do it for towels sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to get towels like nice and clean, clean. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to run it on like hot cycle with hot water and then like hot, like dry cycle. Just yep. to see. 
Oh It'll come out this big. I'm going to be like, fuck, I ruined it, my sweatshirt. It'll fit a gerbil when it comes out. <laughs> it's going to be more Mishka. Yeah. It'll be a Mishka sweatshirt. Yep. So, yeah. Just a lot of running around, getting things done. Must say, though, good for us. So, like, we have enough food in this house to, like, last yes. a long time. And for whatever reason, like, I love Costco because it's just, if you it's don't a know what Costco place. is, it's just bulk. If you buy things in bulk, like yeah. a container of strawberries is like $8 and you have like nine pounds of strawberries. Yes. And for whatever reason, I feel like we can eat like nine pounds of strawberries, four pounds of blackberries, blueberries, nine, pineapple. Nine heads of lettuce. Let's not bring up the lettuce again. <laughs> I think we talked about that. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> we still have lettuce. <laughs> yeah. We've gotten through it, though. We've had a lot We've of lettuce. We've tried to put a good dent in it. Yeah. I think we're going to lose one head of lettuce. I think <laughs> It's slowly one's... turning to liquid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite there yet. <laughs> anyways, we did get through the strawberries. Yeah. But anyways, we're trying to get through all the food, and I did not go and get groceries this week, which has been kind of weird. I, yeah. Odd for me. I'm like, I kind of feel like, what am I doing? Like, I'm forgetting to do something. I know, which reminds me, don't forget, we got to take something out of the freezer if we would like to have dinner tonight. That's not wrong. <laughs> Although we have plenty of food. Yeah, no. So it'll be good. It's always good. You got to eat through your food before you go out of town. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like a lot of shit. Like now I understand why my parents were so stressed out when we would go on vacations and stuff because like, you can't just leave your house a mess. I mean, you can. You could. You could, but, like, I don't want to come back to a mess. That's just me. No. Like, mm-hmm. I want to clean my house before I go, so I come back, and she's nice and clean. And, like, it's clean. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, a lot of just one more thing that I've realized as an adult is not nearly as fun as it was with, as a kid. No, because you just were like, hey, we're going on vacation tomorrow. Like, I've done nothing to prepare for this. Exactly. And now I'm like, I've got lists on lists, and... It's just trying to check them off, and before you know it, the weekend will be done. It's true. One thing I am grateful for is that you are the best packer. Mm-hmm. I never pack anything mm-hmm. um, for any trip, really. No. You, I, you look at it, though, before. I do. I lay it out. I wear most of the same, like, stuff. few outfits, and you know, like, I need hair ties and a bobby pin and... Socks. Definitely socks. Um... Just the standard stuff, mm-hmm. but other than that, I'm pretty, pretty easy. So yeah. I just show up and I'm just like, "Hey, where is this?" And you're like, "Oh, it's right here." Like, oh, where is this? Oh, it's right here. Like, this is excellent. <laughs> yeah. So I do have to start probably Monday. I'll yeah start working on packing. So that'll be good. The good thing is too is we could start earlier because most of our clothes are gonna be warm clothes that we're not wearing right now. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. can pack that stuff. Not wrong. Um. Yeah, Maine's going to be fun. Get to see mm-hmm. our niece. You get to meet our niece for the first time. I do. I know she's going to be pretty well-grown from the last time oh I've seen God, her. Oh, my going to be huge. Yep. So it'll be good. See my grandmother. And yep. Go frequent all our favorite places in Maine. Go <laughs> to every single favorite spot probably multiple times. Just I can't even tell you how excited I am get to get an Italian. We may have to get one on the way from the airport. <laughs> we may need to stop at an Amato's. absolutely can. Yeah, because, like, uh, put this in perspective. So I never knew this was a thing until I met you and obviously went to Maine. Mm-hmm. But, like, we have Italian subs down here. Like, that, sure, that's a thing. But well, like, an Italian sub here, let's just go over it, okay. is, like, salami. Yep. Is there ham? Maybe ham. Yeah. Capicola. Like, it's a kind of a spicy yeah. meat. Yes. And in Maine, I mean, what, what kind of meat we got on that Italian? It's is ham. Ham or do they do turkey Italians no. or is it just ham? 
No, what are you talking about? No, I've not been there in a while now. No, you're not doing turkey on an Italian. It's ham, cheese, pickles, tomato, onion, oh. green pepper. And it's on like the most amazing I don't know what the hell bread. they put in that bread. I don't either. It's so good. And then you can get either mayo on it or you can do like oil. It depends on where you go. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times it's like, it's like olive oil, salt and pepper, or mayo. How do you like yours? I love, and for our Maine listeners, this is a hot debate in Maine. I love Amato's Italians. There are shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's little store, like they're just convenience stores. Like a lot of times they're attached to like a gas station or they're just like its own store where you can get like chips and soda, beer, cigarettes, but then they also have like a little kitchen in the back where like you can get pizza, chicken fingers, and like subs and Italians. Maine legit has some of the best gas station food I've ever had. Red hot dogs. Like you could stop in and get you a hot dog. That's really good. A red hot dog. Red hot dog. Different than a regular hot dog. Oh, I've got a big hole in my thigh. Oh. Oh not your actual thigh. Not my actual thigh, my pants, my thunder thighs rubbed all the trying to get out. (laughs) What is that? I'm like, oh that's my white white thigh. It's just drafty in here. It's a little drafty. Um, but yeah, but I, I don't like green peppers. So my Italian is ham, cheese, tomato, pickle. Oh, there are olives too. Mm-hmm. Some places do black olives and some places do Greek olives. Amato's is Greek olives. So mine is ham, cheese, tomato, pickle, Greek olives, oil, salt, and pepper. Mm, yeah, I would agree with that. Heavy on the pepper. Yeah, like a lot of pep. I love pepper. Me too. They call it a pepper as well. So I'm excited. They also make these things called little stuffers. And they're like little like pizza rolls. Like how is they that? They are pizza rolls. I don't describe that. They're just really greasy. Yeah. Delicious. Pepperoni, grease, and cheese. <laughs> One time, Caitlin and I were in, this is when we lived in Massachusetts, but we were coming back from Maine. And um, Massachusetts, fun fact, does not have an Amato's. Like, I think have... there's maybe one in New Hampshire. And it's yeah. like right across the border. It's, a mo- uh, it's mostly Maine. Yeah. So we stopped like in <laughs> southern Maine, like on our way out and picked up Italians. We were coming home like for lunch. And little stuffers. And little stuffers. And we got hungry and we literally ate the little stuffers riding down I-95. <laughs> we were going to see first. It was on the way to see well, Mary Nason. Right. Yeah. Um, which we covered on an yes, episode in York, and that Maine. was in New York. So we were driving pretty much right by it mm-hmm. and we were just like housing little stuffers down the yeah, road. Sometimes and it's, it's got like yummy, like marinara sauce that you dip it in. It's covered in like butter and like Parmesan cheese. <laughs> I'm like, God help us if we're in a car wreck and they come up to that car and there's like marinara everywhere. And we're just like <laughs> draped over the seat. Like it's going to be a sight. <laughs> Body <Body-hide>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for that. So I've got a list. I've got my like little list in my head of things I want to go yeah. see and do. The Mayflower. That is a. The best Chinese a, food. Don't look at it. Like <laughs> passing by or like I would never eat there in my entire life. But it's like, it's very much like a hole in the wall type place, mm-hmm. but damn, they've got good food. It's the best Chinese food. Absolutely. In- like in the Oxford area. Yes. Um, and they make scorpion bowls, which is a giant bowl of liquor. <laughs> and they set the middle on fire with 141. Yeah. <laughs> that was, we're going up. This is obviously the um, trip that was canceled due to the snowstorm after my grandfather passed away. Yeah. Thinking about him, we, um, growing up, we lived, like my house was 500 feet from their literally house. Like, like you could throw a baseball back and forth from like our house to their house didn't he used to call and would ask like who's walking around in your <laughs> living room and you'd be like why are you looking <laughs> yes so me and my mother look 
identical pretty much. Yeah. Especially when like I was younger. I had like blonde hair. When you're blonde, blonde you look blonde. a lot more like her. And like they would just call and we had our landline, like, who's just walking across the window? You or your mother? I was like, what are you what Why are you So <laughs> I couldn't tell which one it was. <laughs> Um, Small they town would problems. take our. They would take me out to dinner every Thursday night. It was just me, Mammy, and Papa. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday night, pretty much wherever I wanted to go, unless someone else had a an idea. And yeah. then when I turned twenty one, I was at some college, but if I was home, I would still go with them. And a lot of time, we would go to the Mayflower, and Mammy would drive, and <laughs> me and Papa would suck down a scorpion bowl. <laughs> we'll, <have laughs> <Or two. laughs> we'll have to get one in honor of him we while we're there. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We rambled. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I will start with one just because I have two like kind of bigger ones okay. and one like a little teeny tiny one. And it's going to just kind of be a warm up to my topic, which is kind of a silly off the wall topic. Okay. That I never knew would ever be a topic. But yeah. Here we are. It turns out anything can be haunted. Anything can be haunted. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing haunted cars. Okay. And it may sound kind of weird and boring. Trust me. It's. Wild. I mean, I don't think Stephen King wrote a story about a haunted car for nothing. Not wrong. So, yeah. Not wrong. What's the name of it? Christine. Good job. Yeah. Good job. I I know my Stephen King knowledge. Um, So my little snippet was, (laughs) we were talking about Europe the other day, and, um, like, their folklore and, like, um... Like, urban legends are pretty wild. Mm -hmm. Well, we've done the Christmas episode before about, like, Christmas monsters and, like... It's all about to scare the children. They don't mess around. Well, apparently there's a car that is haunted that is floating around Europe somewhere Mm. and is to mostly scare children. So, I just... I'm going to start with that one just because it's kind of fun and... It's little. uh, Little, and I thought it would be a good warm-up to our episode. Okay. Um, So, this is called the Black Volga. Um, and this was spread through Europe in the 19, beginning of the 1960s to the 1970s. Okay. Um, so this is a black GAZ 24. I have no idea what that Mm. looked like. So I Googled it. It looks like a sports car slash like kind of like a mobster car. Okay. It's got these big windows. It's got white, like, um. Headlights? No, hubcaps. Oh, yep. Rims. That's the word. Okay. Um. But it's got, like, curtains in the windows, these white hubcaps and rims. Like, kind of just looks it's like kind of a badass car. You okay. Um, and this car is apparently used to abduct children. Okay. Um, it's said to be driven by either a priest, a nun, communist secret police, and sometimes by Satan himself. Okay. Wide well, cast of characters. Well... <laughs> How do you tell this car apart from any other just normal black GAZ24? Mm-hmm. The license plate reads 666. Okay, so you might want to steer clear. Is, yeah, which okay. you don't know is kind of a representation of, like, the devil. Yeah. Yep. Um, so what is this car used for? Um, it's basically, they tell the children it's used to uh, murder them and take their blood, and it's going to help Westerners cure leukemia, and it's also to steal your organs. Okay. That is... This is like the early 70s, remember? This is not okay. like present I'm day. like, this, this is... is a wide variety of theories <laughs> here. Okay. Um, so, basically, this car is going to pull up slowly next to you. They're going to just kill you, haul you in the back, mm. take your blood and your organs, and you're, you're, yeah. you're done. So, was the, the point of the story to uh, encourage children like not to talk to strangers? That was, that's how I felt. Okay. It was like not to like go up to a car. A car you don't know. Right. Okay. I, I could understand that. <laughs> um, 
But if you do see the car, there is a way to get rid of it, just in case this actually is real. Remember, this is like urban legend. Sure. If it really does happen, the car is going to ask you what time it is. If you give them the time, that's when they're going to go. When you say time to get a watch and you bounce (laughs) and you get the hell out of there. No, you tell them that it's God's time, and Uh-oh. then the car will, like, rush leave off. Leave you alone. Leave, yep, oh, leave okay. you alone. So, don't talk to the stranger's kids, because you're going to die. Yeah, just, I mean, once again, European folklore. <laughs> it's wild. It is <laughs> yeah. some heavy stuff, man. They it are really not kidding. Is. They're not. So, that was just the fun little story. All right, it's the warm-up. I didn't have, I, there wasn't, it was too short to, okay. like, have as its own section, but I needed a little bit more. Little gotcha. More all right. Um, well, do you want to keep going or do you want me to go next? Go for it. All right. So I also found some haunted cars. Um, so would you rather hear about some haunted cars first or some haunted trains? Mm. Car. Okay. So I've got kind of a few. Okay. So stop me if, if I'm going on and on. Go for it. All right. So the first car I came across that is known. Why is our house always covered in so much hair? Um, because two girls with long hair and <laughs> cats with hair well, live in it. not go off a cat. That was a human, but oh, well, it's just I everywhere. Mean, Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, all right. So the first haunted car I came across was uh, James Dean's Spider car. Okay. And its nickname is Little Bastard. And nice. it is aptly nicknamed. Because actor Alec Guinness told Dean when he first got the car that he'd be dead in a week if he got it. And oh. he was not wrong, because he was. Oh. Dean actually died after a fatal collision with a Ford Tudor. Um, so, little bastard's name kind of held strong. And then after that, the car's engine, it was kind of taken apart. The car's engine was sold to a man named William Eshrish. And the drivetrain of the car was sold to Dr. Tony McHenry. Now, even the car disassembled was not quite done because in a race that used both the engine and the drivetrain, Eshrish was killed and McHenry was severely injured in a race. So, you know, it was still cook, you know, still kicking. Um, after this, it was attributed to more deaths that I could not find many specifics on uh, before it was stored in a California garage that later burned down mysteriously. Oh, so sus. Yeah, sus indeed. All right, uh, so the next one should be actually one that probably everyone knows about, whether you realize it or not. Uh, this is actually the Lincoln SSX 100 that uh, JFK, or John F. Kennedy, um, died in, or was assassinated in. Okay. Um, so for just a little uh, history lesson, um, JFK was assassinated on November 22nd of 1963 in Dallas, Texas. Um, there's famous video footage of him and his uh, the first lady mm-hmm. riding in the top, and um, basically that is where he was shot and killed. So the car today is on display at the Henry Ford Museum in Michigan, and what's kind of eerie about it is that many people who go to visit the museum and see the car um, report a man in gray standing near the car. Ooh. He was wearing a gray, gray suit. suit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this commonly happens more in November, which is the month that he was killed. Interesting. So that was kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, all right. And then kind of my like last one, I guess, as far as cars go. Did you know there is a haunted car in Charleston? No. Okay. So I have to preface that like this was a story I vaguely remember reading about but I like I had to go digging for it because I this is not one of the more well-known ghost stories of Charleston, but it's okay. a very interesting one. So before I start talking about this, one thing to note is that if you Google pictures of Charleston today, you're going to see the Ravenel Bridge. 
So yeah. that's the pretty double diamond bridge that everyone sees in the tourist videos. And the, if you Google it, this is not the bridge I'm referring to. The bridge that existed before the Ravenel was actually called the Cooper River Bridge, mm-hmm. named for the Cooper River that goes under it, right? Now, there were two separate bridges, um, and each were uh, equally terrifying. Um, I learned to drive on that bridge, and it would literally <laughs> sway in the wind, and it was the terrible. most terrifying experience I've ever had. I'm glad I never had to drive over Oh, that. my God. I was in tears. Like, I cried. <laughs> Just because it literally yeah. sways. And my mom, when she was in college, did the Cooper River Bridge Run, which is a really famous race here. And they literally told them that they could not run in cadence because the vibrations from the uh, the foot traffic might collapse the bridge. It's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's a done deal. I'm not doing it. So the story of the vanishing ghost car actually occurred when the Cooper River Bridge was still around. So keep that in mind. So in 1929, the old Cooper River Bridge was built um, to connect downtown Charleston to Mount Pleasant. Um, And this actually occurred on February 24th of 1946. So there was a ship called the Nicaragua Victory that was anchored in Charleston Harbor. And from what I read, it sounded like there was some kind of miscommunication that basically ended up with the ship's anchor being raised. This was not supposed to happen. And without the anchor, the ship began to drift rapidly towards the bridge, unanchored and no way to stop it. So really bad. Yeah. And to kind of also say... The bridge, the Cooper River Bridge was a lot shorter. The Ravenel Bridge is very, very tall on purpose so that big ships can go under it. The Cooper was not. I believe it was like 150 feet above water. And another fun fact, there's a lot of drawbridges in Charleston Mm -hmm. that are still in operation when big ships go through. Yeah, and a lot of them, as they have been decommissioned, have been built to be taller just because we do have a lot of boat traffic that comes in and out. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a big port. Yes. And big, tall Fancy yachts. Yep. A lot of, <laughs> lot of boats. A lot of boats. I will tell you that if you were afraid of bridges, Charleston is not your city. Mm-mm. If you cannot drive over a bridge, you are not going to fare well here. You're not going to, no. You're not going to get here. <laughs> it's not going to go well because there's lots of them. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so the Nicaragua, Nicaragua victory is basically barreling for the bridge. Okay. Unanchored, no way to stop it. Um, now, there were cars on the bridge at this time. Um, Bill and Dorothy Clapper were driving on the bridge when they were passed by a green Oldsmobile. So in that car were the Lawsons, and that consisted of Evelyn and Elmer, Elmer Lawson, who were husband and wife, Elmer's mother, Rose, and their children, Robert and Diana, who were seven and three. The Lawson's car passed the Clappers, and at that point, the Nicaragua victory slammed into the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, breaking off 240 feet of bridge, which collapsed into the river. The Clappers were able to stop in time, but the Lawsons were not. So their car went into the river. Like my worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. All five of the Lawsons died on impact, and it was days before their bodies and the car mm-hmm. could be pulled from the river. So after this occurred and the bridge was rebuilt, people would report, especially in the month of February, seeing what looked like an antique green Oldsmobile ascend the bridge. And when they would look inside, they would see that um, the occupants of the car were staring straight ahead. They were pale. They were wet. And the car would basically get to the middle point and just vanish. And many people reported seeing this. Um, Now, the Ravenel Bridge was built in about 2000. And when that was done, the old Cooper River Bridge was actually, they blew it up. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing this. And they sank it into the harbor for, like, um, coral. Reefs. Yeah, Yeah, growth. Um, And since the Ravenel has been built, that sighting has not been recorded Mm -hmm. or reported again. Interesting. So, there you have it. Charleston has a ghost car. That's crazy. Yeah. I, like, was thinking about it, and I'm glad I... 
Yeah. Did a little digging to find that one because oh, it was great. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, did you know Maine has a ghost car? Knowing Stephen King, I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, so this actually has the name, the most evil car in America. Oh, that's um, a heavy one. And so this is a Dodge 330, um, that was built in 1964 and was purchased and used as a police vehicle mm-hmm. in Old Orchard Beach, Maine, which is by like, you're going to think like Portland. Okay. Yeah. Biddeford area, kind of more Southern Maine. Okay. Um, not the prettiest of beaches. It's, <laughs> like, it's very touristy. Yeah. Like Myrtle Beach of South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not yep. Know, not my choice of beach. Sure. Um, so this car was driven by three different police officers. And this is crazy, but it was all three police officers in were all involved in three separate murder suicides. What? All three. And like they were one of the like the They the were they murdered their families and then completed suicide. Ah, okay. All three of them. Okay. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Hmm. So that seemed to be kind of like an odd coincidence because it kind of happened like quickly, like in succession. Yeah. Um, and it kind of was like, could it be the car? Because they all drove that same car and that happened three times in a row. Kind of yeah. odd, right? Yeah. Um, so then they kind of thought maybe the car was like possessing the drivers, like kind of driving them mad. Mm-hmm. Um, well, after the third um, event, the police station said like, we're done with the car. Like the car's got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it decided that uh, they just wanted to sell it. Okay. I feel like they should have just gotten rid of the car, but this kind of goes back to the haunted doll thing. Like, what do you do with the haunted doll? Do you sell it? Yeah. Do you, but like, do you believe do you in a haunted car? I mean, I think if you believe in a haunted doll, you have to believe in a haunted car. I, guess. I think any, well yeah, I think anything could have, you know, an attachment. Yeah. I don't think it really matters. Dolls are just creepy to be in with. So I think they're a prime target. True. But yeah, I, I could, I don't doubt it. Well, either way, they didn't decide to get rid of it. They decided to sell it. They sell it to a woman named Wendy Allen. Okay. Um, well, Wendy. Sorry, Wendy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't end well for Wendy. Wendy. Um, she basically purchases the car. Just like, yep, that's fine. Mm-hmm. As she's driving down the highway, the doors flew open and the steering wheel jammed. She lost yeah. control. Um, she did make it home safely. She was able to slow down and like get off the side of the road. Yeah. Um, but basically word had spread about this car anyway. So when that happened, um, a group of churchgoers decided that they were going to vandalize the car and try to prevent anybody from driving it. Okay. Um, Apparently, after... I think that might piss off the car, but... Well, (laughs) it did. So, basically, after that, one of the people who had vandalized the car ended up being struck by lightning shortly after. Um, And then, it gets worse, another person that had vandalized the car was driving home, got into a wreck with an 18-wheeler, and was decapitated. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Jeez. We don't want to mess with this well, car. Yeah. Um, so as recently as 2007, um, a child had supposedly touched this car and went home and killed his entire family in the same way that the police officers had. Um, okay. I think the car may need an exorcism. Okay. Well, after this, the church had really had enough. 
of good, this car. Good. Um, they ended up stealing the car, had it chopped, and sent it to multiple different junkyards, so it could never be reassembled. Yeah, and that's the last of of it. Any thing we've heard yeah. of this of this car. Um, and you said it earlier, and I put it in my notes. Like it definitely gives me the Stephen King vibe. Oh, it was this Christine. The, it makes me wonder. Was that the inspiration car. for no, Christine? It wasn't because Christine was. Um, it was in. It was earlier than. Oh, okay. I was like, well, nineteen sixty four. Couldn't be. It couldn't have been. I didn't. I'm you, curious. Google it. I'm googling. It could be. I think um, Christine was written in the eighties. I'm looking it up. Isn't that's what the book is called? Christine. Christine. Okay. By Stephen King. Inspiration. Um, I feel like when I looked, it didn't. No. This says that the idea for Christine occurred in 1978 when King was walking home one day and thinking about his dying Pinto. (laughs) Um, If King had to pay royalties for inspiration, this Pinto, which he brought he bought with a hardcover advance for Carrie, would have earned a mint by now since it also provided the initial spark for Cujo. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so no. But that but, seems like just so funny that he was in Maine. This car this was, was in, in Maine. Maine. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew when you said that, I was like, I feel like I had looked that up. I did this earlier in the week, mm. so I couldn't quite remember why, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most evil car in America. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That is pretty wild. Yeah. Do you want to do your last one or do you want me to finish with my last one? Do you have another car? I do. Okay, why don't we do that? Because I have trains. Ooh, okay, so we'll wrap up the cars. Yep. Okay. Um, so this is Archduke Franz Ferdinand's Graf and Stift Death Limo. Okay. This is a whole ass story. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for you uh, history buffs, uh, <laughs> those names should ring a bell. Yes. Now, you're going to have to help me along with this because you are more of a history buff than I am. I am literally brushing the absolute start. Like, I... Mm-hmm. Am dusting yeah, this lightly um, just to get to the car. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, this obviously is history, and mm-hmm. you will know way more than I do. <laughs> I, so we're covering just the just just the just basis. the tip. Okay, just the tip. Um. So basically, Franz Ferdinand and his wife Sophie were involved in an assassination attempt. Um, he was the heir to the throne of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, this was said to be like Serbian nationalists who were trying to assassinate him. Mm-hmm. Um, they were unsuccessful. They were going to the hospital to like see the people that had been hurt and injured in like the assassination attempt because it was like bombed and shot at. Yeah. Um, as they were in an open air limo. Yes. Um, so they decide like they're okay. They're going to go see the people in the hospital, and they were in the same limo being chauffeured when the limo actually stalled in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. It stalled in the middle of the road next to a cafe where one of the assassins had stopped to grab like a drink. Mm-hmm. He sees both Franz and Sophie, yeah. and shoots them and kills them. Yeah. Um. So they were killed in the limo. Yeah. Um. And this is kind of the like beginning of this is what like pushed Europe to start. Yes, in, this is began World War One. Yes, yep. The assassination was absolutely one of the catalysts. Yes. Um, okay, so that is like 
There's the history. (laughs) Again, much more to that if you want to Very, very limited information there. Absolutely. um, So moving forward after that, the next owner of the car was an Austrian general who apparently was driving through Vienna and kind of, I'm putting this in air quotes because I don't like how it said, but this is how it was in history, was went mad. Okay. Um, It scared him and like he kind of came to and he immediately gave, not sold, gave the car to the governor of Yugoslavia. Okay. Feeling bad, bad friend there. Just like giving cars <laughs> away here. Um, so this guy was involved in four separate accidents in the limo. Mm. And on the fourth accident, um, he actually lost his arm. Oh, wow. Um, it was that okay. severe. Um, at that point, <laughs> he said he had had enough of the vehicle. Sure. Um, and he said he was going to sell the car. And so he sold it to a friend of the governor at I just get rid of this car, right? Right. Not having good juju. Yeah. Maybe do what they did with, uh, you know, the car in Maine and have her chopped, disassembled. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Well, this guy owns the car for six months. Okay. Nothing happens. Everything's great. He's like, great. You know, it's fine. It stopped. Yeah. He actually got into a car accident six months later and passed away. Wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... um, what happens to the car then? It then goes to a German captain okay. who was driving the car. Um, two pedestrians kind of jumped out at him. Like, it, he just didn't see them. He swerved, losing control of the car, flipping it, and he essentially died. Mm. Um, so there were more stories to this, but, again, I didn't want to make this into, like, a four-hour episode. You guys are all welcome for that. Sure. Um, but there were 15 different owners of this vehicle. 13 of the owners died. Wow. Driving or in the vehicle. Jeez. Yeah. So it is no longer drivable. Um, Probably a good call. I did not even write down the name of the museum because it was probably, I'm not even kidding, over 20 letters long. (laughs) And I knew I would never be able to We couldn't even do that justice. Um, But it is in Vienna, Austria. Okay. So you can go see it. Um, Don't touch it. Don't get in it. Don't, I don't, I think it is like. Don't think bad thoughts around it, please. No, just bring it with good juju, but you can go see it. Um, but they're not allowing anybody to drive it ever again. Probably a wise decision. Yeah. Interesting. How something like that? I guess death. Yeah, you know, I think energy just, attaches yeah. to anything. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like, I know, like, back then a lot of it was not, like, electrical, but, like, my Xbox goes off all the time. Like, weird things happen with, like, Lights and flickering, like things yeah. that like have power. I guess. Yeah, electricity yeah. and like the paranormal are very tightly mm-hmm. coupled. I feel like yeah. because they're it's energy, right? Um, yeah, that makes sense to me. Well, there, you know, who knew there were so many haunted cars out there? <laughs> Did my research, and there was a lot more too. I was like, I, I didn't. To, like, yeah. I had no issue. And there's, we could do another episode on them too because yeah. there were a lot. Wild. Just picked a hair out of my nose. Like that's cute. A hair out of my head. Like, went up your nose. I guess. I just itched and I pulled it out and it was a just hair. Just hair everywhere. Hair. <laughs> just hair everywhere. Shitting. It's shitting yeah. season. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Um, well, I'm going to move on from haunted cars and on to haunted trains. I like it. So, I came across trains and automobiles. Pretty much. There's probably not have a haunted... We, remember, we did do an episode on a haunted plane. We did. We talked about that before. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and see which one that was, but... They're all haunted. No, literally. Well, the trains are haunted, too. Um, so I've got a couple, like, little ones. Um, so the first one I was going to talk about is I could not find specific, like, hauntings in okay. Paris. 
but there are many non-operational metro stops in Paris that kind of have creepy backstories to them. Okay. Um, and one of them is, I'm going to probably not say this right, but Kowan. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. I probably am. Um, so this is, uh, I believe this one's actually operational, but many people when they're in the station report feeling drained and just like they have low energy and not very well. Um, so someone finally decided to look back and see what the history of the stop was. Well, in 1903, a fire broke out underground at the stop and ended up killing 80 people. Ooh. So was, the people will say that they feel very drained, just a lot of bad mm-hmm. energy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like trains, subways, they all kind of give me anxiety. Like I don't like trains really. I mm-hmm. just have like a fear of them like derailing and being trapped like underground. Like I don't like being under, I'm claustrophobic. So mm-hmm. I kind of get like a little bit of like yeah. claustrophobia sure. under like ground, I guess. But can we go back to the time that we were in Russia and we went down that metro station? Oh, that was terrible. It was like the steepest escalator and it was fast. Like it was flying down. It was so scary. I was like, I, I did not like it. Yeah, I'm not. I, I would say like underground trains. I'm not a fan of either. Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of makes you like, I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, because if there's a fire, I mean, that's what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, that does scare me. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Eef. All right. So we talked about Paris. Um, the next one I'm talking about is again. Apologies for the pronunciation. Kimling Metro in Stockholm, Sweden. Again, I have We've no. We've been there. We have. So apparently in the 1970s, the Swedish government wanted to build a stop here and began construction. But apparently also in the 70s, construction abruptly stopped and the construction crew refused to go back and it never was restarted. So it's kind of abandoned today. People began saying, only the dead get off in Kimling. And there's a mm-hmm. Swedish phrase that goes with that, that I'm not even going to attempt. <laughs> uh, so kind of the, it's kind of like an urban legend type thing. Like, what did they find when they were doing construction that made them just stop mm-hmm. all of a sudden? Yeah. And I could not find an answer for that. Mm-hmm. So there's something to think about. Yeah, it's creepy. When like I reminded me of last week's episode when I was doing Zach Bagan's haunted um, museum, museum yeah. when the Construction workers just all like there was no story behind it. They all just like up and just left, left and, and would said, like, not go back. Not finishing that, like, yeah. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. That's nay nay. Yeah. Well, the next one we're gonna head back to the U.S. Okay. And um, this is one I hadn't really thought about before, but this was quite interesting. So, um, when President Lincoln was assassinated mm-hmm. in, I believe, eighteen sixty-five. He, his body was put on a train to go from DC back to Springfield, Ohio, where he was from. Um, so it said that Lincoln's funeral train actually retakes this journey every April. Interesting. So this goes through 180 cities and people say who actually have seen the train say it's a black train and in it, they can see what looks like a draped coffin Yeah. Now people who don't see it say they can either hear it like a train when there is not a train Uh or they say if they're standing near the train tracks, when they hear this, their watch or phone batteries will go dead, which kind of goes back to energy. Yep. That's a really common occurrence. So I thought that one was kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, And the last one I've got is the St. Louis ghost train. And this is not in the United States, but Saskatchewan, Canada. So this is known as a light. It's not actually a train that people see, but a red or a white light that travels up and down an abandoned uh, railroad track mm-hmm. in St. Louis, which is in Saskatchewan. It's a very small town from what I read. 
Um, Urban legend says that it's a conductor who worked on that track and ended up being decapitated. That's kind of usually what the urban legend spin on it is. Um, And this legend goes all the way back to the 1920s. And something kind of interesting is the tracks have actually been removed, but the light continues to appear and move as if the tracks are still there. And people kind of say, like, it's a small town. There's not a lot to do, but this is kind of like our thing. Like, people go and look for this, and they see it. No one really knows what it is. is. Interesting. So I found that kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So trains, trains and cars, man. Trains and cars. I found it um, kind of, that last one he didn't, but all the other ones were kind of, like, repetitive like it happened like it happens in the month mm-hmm. that it ha- you know the actual like event had happened I found that just interesting yeah I mean it definitely seems like there's kind of a, a temporal tie to the event mm-hmm. and the energy but it definitely sounds residual it's definitely puts my tinfoil hat on and brings me into like multi-dimensional mm-hmm. like, universes where sure like what is that movie we watched I'd love to watch it again um they're in like multi- universes you know it i'm popcorning do you remember who's in it no we watched it a long time ago like probably like massachusetts or or like virginia um i'll have to look it up but it's literally about this guy and like he's literally like floating and like he can see like little oh 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 oh, interstellar yes 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 i knew you know it Oh, I'd love to watch that again. Yeah, that's a great movie. I do believe there are multi-universes, mm-hmm. for sure. So I think that's, like, happening every year, but it's just in a different, yeah, like, parallel universe. Fair enough. I could believe it. Yeah, I was like, what movie was that? Um, no, Interstellar is a great movie. And it could be intertwined with, remember, if you see your doppelganger, mm-hmm. you're going to, like, die. Because, but, like, like, what if you're not supposed to see yourself? In well, another, wait, there can't be two of you, right. like, in one dimension. Right. So then you got to die, would, and then you're in a different, yeah. It, like, resets the yeah. status quo. That's an interesting theory. <clears throat> I got my tinfoil hat, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot. I believe there is, like, scientific evidence, though, that points to, like, multi-dimensions. Because, yeah. like, so. how are we the only, this is not an episode about aliens, but <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? How are we the only planet with, like, human life that, yeah. like, how we function, like, there's life. Yeah. Like, we're looking at Mars for like bugs, like mm-hmm. microscopic, like yeah, living things. We're like, yeah, no, I mean, I, I fully believe that there's a possibility there could be, you know, I think there, there are probably galaxies with many of life uh, inhabited planets mm-hmm. about that we just don't see or can't access, yeah. you know, maybe it's another dimension. We don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Like when you see, I know like, light and sound and obviously that's mm-hmm. a lot but like most of the stars like that you see are actually have already like died burned out yeah, yeah. And you're just seeing the remnants of light that's it's bizarre to think about I gotta go <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. give myself an anxiety I'm fucking panic attack right now <laughs> I'm gonna calm the fuck down <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it's a weird thing to like think about for yeah. sure mm-hmm. yeah Cool. That was a fun episode. That was good. Good one. I enjoyed that too. Who knew transportation could be so haunted? Yes. Well, we are going to have to record again tomorrow. We're trying to front load. Yeah. Not leave it hanging. So we'll have an episode for when we're in Maine. Yeah. Don't have to worry about it. Yep. When we get home. So the next episode you listen to will be next week, but we'll probably have not much to talk about because we just told you all about it right Mm -hmm. now. (laughs) So we record tomorrow. So look out for that. Um, Come visit me on Facebook. I've gotten a lot of um, new follows and likes, Mm -hmm. so that's good. 
Yeah. More animal pictures, please. Um, yes, come see us on uh, Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. You can find us on TikTok at Ghoul Friends Podcast. I know I've been trying to do more spooky snippets, which mm-hmm. people seem to like. And you can always shoot us an email or a listener story at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Please do. We love doing listener story episodes. Yep. Um, and we did get a, uh, an update from a listener in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From your courthouse episode. Yes. Um, we were very close, but we were saying Kalkasu, and I think it is Kalkashu or Show. I forget. Show, Kalkashu. I, I think it, there's a shuh sound in there. So she gracefully corrected us. <laughs> thank you so for thank that. So thank you for yeah, that. I always um, appreciate that. We try. <laughs> we try, but usually we, we fail. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, always feel free to send us an email. We like to hear from y'all. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I'm hungry. I need a snack. All right. Well, oh, last thing. If you need any Ghoul Friends merch, you can do that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Good job. All right. And that's it for real now. (laughs) (laughs) You're done. You're done. All right. Um, Well, for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. As always, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your Ghoul Friends. Bye. (laughs) Bye.